0: Let me read the holy, infallible Scripture, the Word of God. Revelation chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. The Revelation 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ, and of all things that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, Grace be unto you, and peace from him which is, and which was, and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold. He cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him. And all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him, even so. Amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, says the Lord, which is, and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. May God bless his holy word. Let me read Revelation. Chapter 1, verse 8, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, says the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Imagine you were a builder and you had a plan. You planned a temporary house to last, to last 30 years to accommodate your children expected to be born in those years. Then you built it and also made furniture to fill it. Thirty years later, you demolished the house according to your plan and built a new house for your adult children. The house had its beginning but the true beginning was the idea of the house in your mind. Why did this house have such beginning? The beginning was because, was according to your design and plan. Why was the house demolished at that time? the ending was according to your plan the beginnings and endings of the house and the furniture are not two beginnings and endings when you had the idea that idea was the beginning and the ending of the house. Is there an ultimate beginning and ending? Jesus Christ says he is the beginning and the ending. He says this in the context of his second coming, universal resurrection. And the final judgment. The Lord reveals Himself as the beginning and the the ending to affirm the certainty of His coming with judgment, and to encourage the end time hearers to obey the. Prophecy. At this ending moment of the year 2023, we hear the word of God about the beginning and the ending. The theme tonight is I Am Alpha and Omega you will hear the context, the meaning, and the speaker of I am the Alpha and Omega. The first is the context. Chapter 1, verses 1 through 8 is the introduction of the whole book. This introduction contains the key message and the key context and set the tone for the whole book of the Revelation. The introduction has three parts. The first part, which is verses one through three, contains the highest level remarks. Here we know the revealer and the mediators of revelation, the key message and the purpose. The purpose is stated in verse 3, which says that hearers may keep Those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. The second part of the introduction is the letter opening, which is from verse 4 through 6. This opening has Trinitarian greeting and doxology, To Jesus Christ. The third part of the introduction, which consists of verse 7 and 8, constitutes the theme of the entire book. The verse 7 starts with Behold. John uses this word to bring our attention to what follows. Behold, behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, Amen. This message is so important that it starts with behold and ends with even so. Amen. The key message of the entire book is in this verse 7. Christ Jesus cometh with clouds. And this coming will have vast consequences. All people will see, even those who pierced him. Universal resurrection will happen. All tribes of the earth shall cry with prolonged high-pitched cry of pain, grief, or anger. Right after the theme comes, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending. Says the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. This is not John's words, but the words from the Lord himself. Although this letter is mediated through John, the Lord himself intervenes Here by speaking directly to the churches. By revealing who he is, he affirms and guarantees the last things. By such revelation, he encourages the hearers to obey. The prophecy. In summary, the introduction reveals the key message the second coming of Jesus Christ with universal resurrection and final judgment, as in verse 7. Verse 8 serves as the affirmation and guarantee from our Lord to encourage the audience to his testimony in the end time. Under this overall understanding of the context, we now come to hear the meaning of I am Alpha and Omega. Alpha and Omega are the first and last alphabet in Greek, like A and Z in English. The Lord defines Alpha and Omega as the beginning and the ending. Beginning means the first part or stage of a process or development. And ending means the last part or stage. The combination of alpha and omega, the, combi- the beginning and ending together, often means the totality of everything in the process. But still, the beginning and ending are the most important part of this process. What does I am alpha and omega mean? As we have heard in the introduction, The idea or the plan was the beginning and the ending of the house. The plan governs the whole process of the house, including both beginning and ending. We can say that the plan was the beginning and ending of the house. In contrast, we normally do not say that you, if you were the builder in the introduction, are the beginning and the ending of the house. We would normally say that you are the planner, the designer, the builder the finisher, the maintainer, the demolisher of the house. You are a person who is behind the idea or the plan. You are a being who generated the idea or plan. You have that idea or plan and you accomplished that plan, but you are not that idea or plan. The word of God is like an idea in that he is the beginning and the ending, but he is much more than abstract idea in that he is a true person and a true being. When God said, let there be light, this sounds like the idea of light in the mind of God became reality of light. God's idea of light seems to be the beginning of light. Though, the Bible says the word of God is the beginning of everything. The word of God is not an idea or a concept. Although he is like idea, in a sense. But he is a true person and a true being. The word of God is like an idea in that he is the beginning of light. An idea is an abstract concept, not a being but the word of God is a true being. Likewise, God said, let us make man in our image. This is not merely an abstract idea as if God had an idea to make man. And from that idea... Adam came to existence. The thought or plan let us make man in our image is the Word of God. And from this second person of God, Adam was created. It is fascinating to understand that the Word of God has both the characteristics of an idea and the characteristics of person and being. While a human being is not the beginning of a thing, the Word of God is beginning of light of Adam and of everything. Why did Adam have an ending of his earthly life? His ending is because of the word of God. In the day that Thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. The death itself is not in the Word of God, but the condition that triggers death is in the Word of God. Whoever meets the condition In the Word of God, will receive death. In that sense, the Word of God is the ending of Adam's earthly life. Likewise, why did the kingship of Saul come to an end? Because of the word of God declared to him by a prophet. Again, why was the all powerful United Kingdom of Israel under Solomon divided? Because the word of God declared to him by a prophet. The Word of God determines everything. The Word of God is so sure that Jesus Christ says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. The Word of God governs all the beginnings and endings of everything. And the whole universe depends upon him. All realities, you see, is only derived reality of the word of God. The word of God is The reality. You may have the question, is God the beginning and ending of evil things? Yes. God decrees the beginning and ending of evil things but is not the author of sin. Let us imagine a white wall with both sides. Evil men draw the wicked thoughts, plans, and their actions On this side of the wall, the drawing is dark and messy. However, along with the exact same movement of the wicked man, God is drawing on the other side of the white wall, another picture according to his plan. The wall is same. The drawings are exactly the same. But the, from the other side of the wall, God is drawing a perfect picture. In this sense, the plan or the counsel of God shown on that side of the wall is the beginning and ending of the evil things on this side of the wall. For example, Joseph's brother thought evil against him, but God meant it unto good to save Israelites. Likewise, the Israelites of Jesus' time thought evil against Jesus Christ, but God meant it it unto good to save them. It is astonishing to think that Jesus Christ was the planner and executor of his own crucifixion to save his people. He was the beginning the ending and everything in the process of his crucifixion. While evil men are drawing the darkest picture on this side, Jesus is drawing the most glorious picture on that side. Who can imagine a person like this? Why does the Lord say, I am Alpha and Omega? The Lord reveals himself as the beginning and the ending to affirm the certainty of his coming with judgment and to encourage the end-time hearers to obey the prophecy. I am Alpha and Omega is a very powerful statement. And the Lord says right after the statement about his second coming, the universal resurrection and the final judgment. The Lord is the beginning and ending of the last things. He is both the plan, the idea, and also the person to execute the plan. He created all these things according to his plan, and all these things will come to his end according to his plan. The last things are very certain. In addition, the Lord reveals himself to encourage the end-time hearers, to obey the prophecy. As stated in verse 3, verse 3 says, Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Those who keep the prophecy will be blessed. The meaning of keeping the prophecy is found in two verses in the book of Revelation. Chapter 12, verse 17 says, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Chapter 19, verse 10 says, the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of the prophecy. Those who keep the commandments of God and particularly holding fast to the testimony of Jesus will be blessed in the end time. Dear believers, in this end time of increasing wickedness and deception, the Lord tells us the blessedness of keeping his commandments and particularly holding firm to the testimony of Jesus Christ. Many truths and morals taken for granted in the past are now being challenged, reversed, and despised. Enlightenment, evolution theory, relativism, abortion, LGBTQ, and so on are all challenging our views and also testing our faithfulness. Children, you will encounter more in your adulthood if our Lord does not come by the children. What should we do in this confusing time of the last days. Our Lord clearly instructs us the blessedness of keeping his commandments and holding fast to the testimony of Jesus Christ. Always look the word of God for all your guidance and be faithful. Hold fast to Jesus Christ the beginning and the ending of last things. The word of God is all controlling scheme of all things of creation. And please, and please, hold fast to the word of God in this end time. Jesus Christ says in Matthew 5, verse 18, Verily, I say unto you, Till heaven and earth pass, One jot or one tittle Shall in no wise pass from the law Till all be fulfilled. The testimony of Jesus Christ Christ is the key thing in the last days. Everything changes, but the word of God does not. We are like in a river, and we are drifting down. We try to catch anything that is stable. But the seemingly stable things are found drifting as well, although not as quickly as we are. The bank of the river is the word of God. As the river approaches its end, the water current would be more turbulent. Hold fast the riverbank. The bank is the beginning of the river and the ending of the river. The Lord encourages you An end time hearer to obey the prophecy. We heard the meaning of I'm Alpha and Omega. Now come to hear the speaker of I am Alpha and Omega. The scripture describes our Lord Jesus Christ as which is, and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. The description of the Lord starts with which is, and then which was, and which is to come. Not in a chronological chronological order of which was, which is, and which is to come. The Lord is the Lord of time. And his primary description is the Lord which is. In Greek, the Lord which is is literally the Lord, the being. The expression which is is like the expression i am god reveals himself as i am if the expression i am stands alone by itself i am means i exist this may seem obvious or even redundant because every living person can say, I exist. But when God himself says, I exist, he has much profound meaning than we say, I exist. He is the existence, the being, not an existence or a being. The I am is the root and fountain of. Every other existence and every other being, and all other depend on this I am. Every being is only a faint. Reflection of this ultimate being or existence God Himself. If God ceases to exist, every existence will collapse. He is the absolutely independent being and the self sufficient by himself the expression i am not only implies the absolutely self sufficiency of his being and also implies the eternality of his existence. The word am is the present tense. To express God is eternal. The best available option in human language is I am not. I was, not I will be. But still, human minds may think that I am is only about present time. And I am means I was not, uh, I am implies God is not, I was or I will be. God made his eternality very clear in the words, right after I am. The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, The God of Isaac and the God of Jacob has sent me unto you. This is my name forever. And this is my memorial unto all generations. Right after I am statement, God reveals that He also is I was and I will be. So the meaning of I am includes both the meaning of I was and I will be. This present tense, I am, is used to express the all-encompassing I am, the eternal I am. Similarly, in this text of tonight, the Lord is the one which is, and which was, and which is to come. The eternity of our Lord Jesus Christ is the necessary quality to be the beginning and the ending of all things. The eternity implies that there is nothing before the eternity and there is nothing after the eternity. If Jesus is not eternal, then something comes before Jesus, and Jesus would not be the beginning of something before him. Likewise, If Jesus is not eternal, then something may come after Jesus. And Jesus cannot say that I am the ending of that thing. Eternal God, eternal Son of God, eternal Word of God, Is the beginning and the ending of all things. The expression He is, which is, is only the first part of description of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the second part is the expression the Almighty. Almighty is all-powerfulness or omnipotence, an attribute of God. Reformed theologian, theologians recognize that power may be perceived either as authority as a power or strength as power. Almost all the eight occurrences of Almighty, this word, in the book of Revelation, come with the word the Lord, the Lordship, that Lord. The Lord indicates the Lordship or authority. Such twin use of Lord, the Lordship Lord, and Almighty, show that the Lord Almighty is both of infinite authority and also of infinite strength. Jesus not only has authority or has power, he is the authority. And he is the strength. He has the natural right of ownership of all things, and therefore, authority just comes naturally, and all things were made for him. He has inherent strength. By which, by which all things were made by him. The expression, the Almighty, are necessary for the last things. Puritan theologian Stephen Charnock said that the infinite power of God is essential for God to be God of mercy and justice. He said that God cannot exercise mercy and justice without power. In other words, without omnipotence, God ceases to be God. He ceases to be God of mercy and justice. Therefore, ceases to be God. God decrees the last things. And in the last day, he will show forth his mercy to many, many people, and show his righteous judgment to many as well. And God's power is a guarantee of these things. Just as any courtroom on the earth has authority and power behind it. The ultimate courtroom in heaven has the ultimate authority and power behind the judgment seat in heaven. Why does the Lord? Say these words. The Lord reveals Himself as a being, as a beginning and the ending, to affirm the certainty of His coming with judgment, and to encourage the end time hearers to obey the prophecy. First, the Lord affirms the certainty. Of his coming with judgment, by stating his sufficiency, authority, and power, he is the fountain of all the beings in the last days. He has absolutely absolute authority over each one in the last days. Also, Lord encourages you and time hearer to obey the prophecy. It is foolish for a creature to go against him. Even your very existence depends on him. In Him we live and move and have our being. Psalm 111, verse 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that Do his commandments. Hold fast to the word of God. I cannot stress enough. We are in the end time. Clues about our end times can also be found in the analogy of Noah's time. When Noah brought each kind of animals into the ark, we know that the closing of the door is coming. Now we see this greater Noah, Jesus Christ, is bringing people out of every kindred and town and people and nation. Do you see? Do you see it? And we should be aware that ending will be soon. God made a covenant with Noah that new earth will endure without curse. Likewise, God made a covenant with the greater noah that the new heaven and new earth will be no curse as much as we should be aware that ending is coming we should be equally aware that the new beginning is coming The everlasting blessedness, new heaven and new earth is coming. Revelation 21, verse 1 says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were past. Away and there was no more sea. All things happen according to God's overarching theme, the covenant of God, the Word of God. And this Word of God is a beginning and ending. Of all things. Jesus Christ is the ending and the ender. If only this side of truth is emphasized, many people may fear Jesus Christ as the terminator of all things. With vast power, almighty power. Christ has another side. The book of Revelation also consistently emphasizes that Jesus is the Lamb of God who died and was resurrected. In the short introduction, in verse 1 through 8, the greeting is from Jesus Christ. the, The greeting, I read verses 5 through 6. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the first begotten of the dead, the prince of kings of the earth. Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests unto God as his Father, to him be glory. This is his greeting when he says, I am Alpha and Omega. Jesus, the ultimate ending, cares so much about your ending. He came to die to save people from the most misery ending, to give you the most blessed ending. You may know that Christ is very, very kind. Ender. But you may not be sure whether you are an elect or not, even though He is kind. But what if I am? A reprobate who is determined to go to hell. If you think about this question seriously, you are blessed. Reprobates do not think like that. Remember the time of Noah. Jesus Christ says in Matthew 24:37 through 38, as in the days that as in the days that were before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. They did not believe there would be an ending. And they did not care about it. They were happily engaged in earthly things and ignored the warning of the ending. You are not like those people. Are you? While they eat and drink, Marion gave. You stand before the ark as it were. You believe there is ending. And you believe the ending. Is Jesus Christ. You stand outside of the ark with tears in your eyes. Am I qualified to enter the ark? What if I am presumptuous? You love to enter this ark, but are greatly afraid. This is not a heart of a reprobate. None of the reprobates in Noah's times was like that. They enjoyed their fleshly lives and mocked Noah. They did not believe there was ending. And they despised the ark. You are very, very different from those people. You desire to have your ending in Jesus Christ. And you dread, if you are not, in Jesus Christ. You long to have your ending in the hand of Jesus Christ. And the only comfort of your life and death is that if only I were his. In this thinking, you have already anchored your ending With Jesus, the ending himself. He will never cast away your anchor. Your ending will be him forevermore. In summary, the Lord reveals himself as the beginning and the ending to affirm the certainty of his second coming with judgment and to encourage the end time hearers to obey the prophecy. God is the ultimate builder of the house. He's going to demolish the old house and build a new one. He tells us in the Revelation that you will hear the sounds of destruction. And he instructs you to keep his commandments and obey his word in these sounds of destruction. This destruction is the necessary part To begin a new house. If you hear the sound of destruction, rejoice if you are a believer. If you are not a believer yet, hold fast him. Hold fast to him. He is not only the ender. He is the Lamb of God in the last days. He is not only the beginning and ending of destruction. He is also the beginning and ending of salvation. Hear what he says. Whosoever believes in me should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Our God of eternity, Almighty God, the Lamb of God, and the seven, seven spirits which are before the thrones of God, which are sent to earth to save. We pray that thou might save thy people tonight, and thou might encourage those who are saved, And thou might stir up a strong conviction in our children that in this end time of increasing wickedness and deception, they hold fast to the word of God. Lord, the eternal God, our dwelling place, be with us and have mercy upon us and transform us to be like our beginning, Jesus Christ, the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, almighty. We pray. In his name, amen.